Another episode of Police Off the Cuff. My name is Mark DeMeo. I'm your host, and my co-host sitting on my far left, the very handsome Bill Cannon, <laughs> yeah. is in the house. I got a little bit of a tan too. I just yeah, came back yeah, from man. Fort Myers. I dipped my balls in the uh, hot tub. <laughs> People didn't like that. You know, they said, "What the hell is that? You're putting your golf balls in there?" No. no. Uh, you build- is, that what, is that what you got to 200 pounds? <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly right. 200 pounds less, yeah. Diesel, cock diesel. Hey, you! I heard you did a show in Connecticut, and you killed. Is that true? Yeah, probably. The only person that told me that was you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get any like calls from people. From, I didn't get any calls from people in Connecticut. You uh, told we me you were busting balls already. You excited, man? Uh, yeah, today's show I think is going to be great, man. Uh, today our guests, we don't like to let the, our guests sit around. We like to let you jump in. It's an awkward thing to just be sitting there and hearing us banter back and forth. <laughs> our guest today is a retired NYPD captain. Let me just tell you, this is. Um, a little bit about him. Uh, he's got a bachelor's from Manhattan College, right? How about his name first? Well, before that, we, <laughs> we got a master's uh, arts and history from Lehman College. Uh, he went to John Jay. Oh, he's also a Gulf War vet. Wow, and he's, impressive. Uh, he's covered it all. He's an active chaplain, so we got to watch our language, Bill. Fuck that. Uh, he's involved in the VF, uh, VFW post. I do a lot of shows there. He's the vice commander of the local American Legion post, so he's in the, in the KKK, too. <laughs> I don't even know what that shit means. It never sounds good, though, like Knights of Columbus, right? <laughs> Andrew DiStefano, folks. Let him feel the love. Yo. What's up? We're doing this thing this week, man. Fist bumping, yeah. I'm coronavirus. Coronavirus, yeah. that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Screwing up everything. It is, man. It really my, is, oh, man. I don't even want to look at my deferred comp account, man. Oh, I just yeah. don't even want to look at it. You still have that? <laughs> I still have that. You can't I, have that. I didn't even touch it yet. <laughs> what do you mean? I was planning on your living lodge once I'm, you know. Oh, you, oh that's the 401. The yeah, 401 k yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, mean, do you get I don't that? put I don't put any money in it anymore. Yeah, but, but. don't you got to take that money when you're 65? No, you got to take it out when you're 70. Oh, all right. I he's thought you, like, you, you should have taken no, it out 70. two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making so much money doing stand-up comedy that yeah, yeah, I don't need the there, money, right? you know. I, I, I just don't need it. Let me tell you something. It. As soon as that money was available that I could take oh, you would have used it all. I took a 30% hit on it, and then you got to pay taxes on it. So you basically, whatever money you put in, they just give you back. You didn't earn the penny interest on it, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's true, man. So you're really a chaplain? Well, in the VFW, yeah, in my in my. What post. is that, a different... What does that mean? You're not like a no date... No, 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 it's nothing like that. It's that's Oh, I thought you got... So do you, do you lay hands on people and cure them and shit? I don't touch nobody. No? <laughs> he lays hands like this, he lays hands. <laughs> we fist bump. What does that mean, chaplain in the VFW? <laughs> Well, each post has a, uh, a chaplain that does the opening prayer. Wait, the can you hear him, Rashad? Yes. I'm not hearing him that good on my uh, headphones. Each, uh, each, each VFW yeah, post has a, uh, a chaplain. They do the opening prayers, the closing prayers. Someone is sick, you visit them, and things like that. All right, cool. Is that what like, they call you an exalted leader or something like that? I saw some VFW posts had that title. No, that's usually the Elks. Oh, the Elks. Yeah. What's the <laughs> difference? What's the difference? Uh, everybody's going to want to know this. I guarantee me. I guarantee you. What, what's the difference between the Elks and the VFW? Well, VFW is Veteran of Foreign Wars, which okay. means you served uh, in, in war. Okay. Uh, American Legion is you served in peacetime. 
The Elks is, is oh, just a benevolent yeah. uh, organization. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. It has nothing to do with veterans. Nothing at all. Obviously, it's very I, supportive, but not uh, they're not connected to veterans. Yeah, I do a lot of shows in the VFWs, L clubs. You know, that's pretty much. Hey, we, we, we got a hookup now up in uh, the North Pole here. Where you? Where, where you at? In Putnam County. Putnam County. Putnam. Yeah. Mike Gill O'Keefe is doing a book signing up there Thursday. Yeah, okay, the, cool. The, uh, so, FOP, the Driscoll yeah. FOP. So All we right, got so to we got to do a comedy show. Up there. It's not that far. Is no. it like an hour out? Yeah, yeah it's sixty not miles. That far. Yeah. You guys put together comedy shows up there? Oh, they have them all the time. Yeah, have me over. I'll smack the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what so he like told dude. me. That's what he texted me. I, That's my job. I killed them in Connecticut. I was there you like, go. Never say I killed them. Smack the shit out of them. Smack the shit. Well, out we're right next to Connecticut, so you probably feel at home. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Is that Corona? No. No, no. That's uh, <laughs> my regular uh, seasonal allergies. Yeah, man, it's a weird thing with the coronavirus. I saw that uh, Ted Cruz, a Republican, he he came in contact with somebody that is infected. Right. So what he did today was he self-quarantined himself. It's two weeks, man. <laughs> He's, uh, what do you do for two weeks? Yeah, I'm calling man. it tomorrow. Yeah, what's <laughs> going to happen in the NYPD when guys call up? I'm self-quarantining. I'm, self <laughs> I'm in Coogan's self-quarantining. <laughs> We've decided to self-quarantine in Coogan's <laughs> the remainder of the tour. He's running out of Coronas. <laughs> but what would they do? The job can't tell you to come in. Exactly. Right? The desk officer is going to pull his that, hair you know I think it's a different type oh, yeah. of job, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a different type of job. You know, people don't realize that as a member of the service, law enforcement, if you work in a hospital as well, you know, your job is to be around people who might be exposed to this kind of right. stuff. Most oh, of the people the that you're dealing yeah. with are not yeah. going to be, you I know, living on 54th Street and 2nd Avenue. Do you They're remember when, uh, well, you came on a little later, but when AIDS, HIV AIDS hit, oh, a lot shit, of cops were like, hey, fucking go near the yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, let me tell you something. I was in the projects one night. And uh, we were looking for somebody on a warrant, and we came up empty in the apartment. And as we were leaving the apartment, I see this guy come off the elevator. He's got a hoodie on. As soon as he makes his, his head goes lower, and he, he makes a quick right. He's going to... I said, dude, my friend, yo, come over here. So he turns around. I said, you, you know this person? I, want to, I wanted to take a look at them. Plus, I want him to see the, the picture on the warrant. And as his head started coming up, I was like, oh, man, he looks sick, man. Like, he had, like really sick. Yeah. Like, he, like, he had the hiv. You know, so I said to him, you got the hair? He goes, nah, man, I got that new shit. I said, what? He goes, doctors don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> he goes, I got bugs crawling in and out of me. Look, and he goes like this with his shirt and lifts it up. And then he's got like these uh, open scab wounds oh. with these tiny little black, uh, like little black dots all around it. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> we got scared, me and my partner. I was like, you know, and you're in the projects right now, and you're trying to hit the, oh the elevator, God, the yeah. button behind you, which never comes, by the way. That, that, that elevator, rarely, it's, it's late to begin with, and now when you really oh, need it. About it so we just, we just found the door. Like, we kept scaling back against the wall until we found the door to, that goes down. Yeah. And we were, like, up on the eighth floor, maybe the 18th floor, for, for that matter. And we just started running down the stairs like two bitches, me and my partner, to get away from this guy. <laughs> no, that was that was the big thing back. Well, obviously in in the eighties, first thing you said when you, before you tossed someone was you got any needles on you, right? Because right, 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 right. you got stuck with yeah, one like of those he's gonna needles. tell you, yeah, like he's gonna tell you, uh, yeah, I well, got that. well, they get the shit smacked out of them if uh -huh, they yeah, had one. Yeah. If you got stuck, you know, it was no joke. There was HIV on the end of those needles, you know. I know. Think about it. The exposure, the stuff that we have to walk into. No mask. Unbelievable. No gloves. 
You know, I used to work out at Sheridan Square Bodybuilding Club when of course uh, you I did. lived in of course the course. I, I see that. that. Yeah. I, I've been cock diesel since then. You yeah. know? Uh-huh. But the whole 90% of the gym was gay. I knew that too. I knew that too. But then the AIDS hit, and that you could see it, people started disappearing. Because uh-huh. oh, wow. when it first came out, there was no cure, there was no medicine, uh-huh. there was no right, AZT right. that could make you live forever, you know, you know indefinitely. People were like dying. Oh, and the I irony know, is with the AIDS is that now the medication is so good, right? But also along with the medication, they use, they give you a lot of steroids. At least, and especially they did back then too. Right. So before you know it, you saw a lot of cock diesel freaking <laughs> gay dudes. You know? Guys they had the, the 200 they, pounds. They had the AIDS face and they got the big arms, the big chest and the growth hormone stomach. You ever see when yeah, they yeah, get yeah. that, yeah, that GH like a, yeah, stomach? Yeah. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? With, uh, it's a telltale sign. You see a lot of people like that uh, around the city. You know, we've, been, we've been covering a lot of topics, but we're not talking about Andrew at all. Forget Andrew. Oh, we're discussing <laughs> about being <laughs> me, medical aspects in New York City, city you know? <laughs> we'll give Andrew a chance to dive in. So where'd you grow up, Andrew? I grew up in the Bronx. What part? Uh, right outside Parkchester, Beach Avenue, the 4-3. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, uh, major cross streets would have been uh, Tremont to uh, the Cross Bronx Expressway. Parkchester's nice, though, right? Yeah. It is all right. You know, it's yeah. Yeah, between Parkchester and Soundview. Because, you know, when we were in the academy, you had these little academy bitches saying, oh, you from East Cupcake or from North Cupcake, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 Rockland yeah. or right. Westchester. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where are you from, you little academy pussy? Yeah, so you, right. were, you were definitely a Guido, huh? <laughs> no, I was never like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks more Irish, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got an Irish, Wait, one of your parents Did you go to Churchill Beach a lot? No, I went to, uh, we belonged to, as kids, we belonged to Castle Hill Beach Club oh, okay. for a little bit, a couple of years. So you didn't go to Churchill Beach? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. Orchard Beach. Oh, Orchard Beach. They call yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. it Churchill yeah. Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, as a cop, I did. At Orchard, we hit a few times, but more uh-huh. towards high school, yeah. Oh, man, I remember yeah. once I met a girl from Channel 80, man, that's how far I, I, did you ever go to the nightclub Channel 80? No, no, but I used to go to Rockaway. All right. So there was a nightclub in Long Island, On the, you could pull up your boat there. Not that I had a boat. Was that Long Beach or (laughs) Island Park, one of those areas? It was on the, uh, well... Oceanside. If Jones is on the south side, it's on the north side. So that must have been, like, on the the bay side. Yeah. And um, you could pull your boat... Like I said, not that I had a boat, but people used to do it. Would you have one of those little Carvel plastic boats? That <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He showed up. A rowboat. this boat. A rowboat. Going I backwards. I just wanted it, Carvel. I used to cut it and go backwards in. <laughs> so uh, I remember like being like just in a whole line of my friends. We must have been like 10 of us, all in tank tops, chains, the mullets, everything, the mustaches. And there was this... Um, these two couple girls walk in, and one of them, man, she, she must have been, like, almost naked, man. I was like, God. And then I, I was a kid. I was, like, 18. So she doubles back, whatever. And then, I don't know, we started talking. And then the next day, she called me up and asked me to go to the beach with her. So she wanted to go to Orchard Beach. <laughs> so I had I left from Queens to go get her. She lived in the Bronx. Not in Parkchester, but Morris, Morris Park. Over. You, yeah, went, yeah, to, you yeah. went to get her with your car or your Carvel boat? Your Carvel boat. Right. <laughs> I, had to, I had to back the boat up. <laughs> Thank God she was right on the sound right there. So I took her to Orchard Beach, and then, you know, we laid down our towels, and I was I was ready to lay down mine. She was already sitting down, like, taking off her shoes and ready to take off her pants, and I noticed, like, on her neck, she had, like, hickeys, and they were covered up with, like, makeup. And uh, my stomach did a flip. I didn't, I got, like, so, like, grossed out. Like, and I, was, I just said, I got to go. And she was like, what do you mean you got to go? I said, no, I don't feel well. 
She's like, you can't leave me here. I said, yes, listen, it looks like you know everybody here. She was saying hello to any, everybody. So I was like, it looks like you know everybody here already anyway. So, I'm gonna, so I got to go. It a, wait, was it a girl? Yeah, it was, was a girl. <laughs> she was hot, but she was also a, a, a whore, so you to say the least. You sensed the NSTD on the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sometime between the time I met her that night. Well, I didn't notice it that night. It could have had him anyway. But in the morning to when we went to the beach... She accumulated some hickeys. She got hickey that up. were not mine. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you take a dental impression to see uh, whose who's hickeys they were? No, I didn't do that, man. <laughs> Why not? I didn't know how to. <laughs> and I didn't give a shit, really. <laughs> they weren't mine, and that's all that mattered. So, Parkchester, huh? Yeah, did you yeah, play yeah. sports as a kid? Yeah, yeah, I played uh, Little League Baseball, and I played high school baseball. Uh-huh, you played high school baseball? Yeah. For, what, so, what high school did St. you go to? Raymond's High School for boys. All right. Worst decision I ever made. Why? But, uh, a boys going, high school? Well, going to that high school? Oh, man, that was bad. Yeah. I think it was probably more fun, man. I mean, you could cut up. You could act yourself. You didn't have to worry about brushing your teeth or combing your hair when you <laughs> went to school. He definitely looks like a baseball player, though. Man. Yeah, he does. That's why I asked him. Do you know Tim Gansrow? He was on our show. No, no. Yeah, he, he was, was in my, he played minor league ball. Yeah, he played minor league ball. Yeah, and then he owned a, a place down in uh, North Carolina, I think. It was yeah. or South Carolina, a, a big facility where they teach a, a really high-end baseball training oh, nice. for kids. But um, he didn't like that. Uh, I went to see, I went to all boys um, school from 6th to 8th grade, and I didn't like it either. But I definitely, you know, when you're in high school, that's a big age, like, you know, there's like a lot of uh, hormones flying around and mm -hmm. stuff like that, and... Uh, you know, when you're in class with girls, it becomes a big distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I can understand where you you probably feel like... Uh, Are you, you saying that's why you went to an all-boys school? <laughs> I, no, I'm not He was saying. distracted, so he went the other way? No, what I'm saying is that your grades were probably better. <laughs> not really. No? No. Well, you know what it was? Uh, when you're uh, growing up, part of growing up is uh, learn how to socialize. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, you don't talk to girls. Eh? And, it's uh, odd, yeah. Yeah, it's all boys. Everything is boys, and... How did you develop your rap? I felt, I felt, well, when I was going, like you said, Andrew, like when I was going to the school uh, from 6th to 8th grade, um, I felt like I was out of place socially as well. Mm -hmm. When I got to high school, it was very awkward. I remember being very nervous in the beginning. And it took me a little while to like, you know, to figure out that I was the fucking baddest dude on the planet. <laughs> and I just had to let anybody know. <laughs> but, no um, wonder you do your own comedy <laughs> reviews. <laughs> So, yeah, I can understand where, um, you know, they don't really have too many of those uh, all-boys schools anymore. You had Holy Cross used to be one, Malloy, McClancy. Malloy Hayes, and McClancy. Is, Hayes. is that one still? Cardinal I know, but they got there. girls now, right? Hayes, no. I don't think so. Malloy and McClancy have girls now, and I think Holy Cross went to girls this year, maybe last year. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear it's that. It's a way to, like, you know, because... Those schools, they can't really uh, afford to... Yeah, they can't survive. ...to yeah. survive, so they had to double, you know, get the girls in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's a different time, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a definitely different time. But like I said, there's something about not having to do your hair or brush your teeth. You know, who gives a shit what you look like? <laughs> you know, when there's girls in school, you got the whole thing every day. You know, in the mirror, you know, dun, 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 you got a sad knife even playing in you the background. You definitely were yeah, like yeah. a guy with his hair. You used a hairspray and I all that tell, shit, yeah. I bet. Yeah. yeah, of course, bro. <laughs> It looks, like, it looks like Tony Manero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's nice. I've it seen like pictures of you too, okay? <laughs> I had the goofiest looking hair. I had that straight, you know. Yeah, but your hair was dark. Yeah. It's funny yeah, that. Now, yeah, now it's, it was black. It's not even salt and you pepper. You looked exactly like your sons. Do I? Well, your sons look exactly like yeah, you. One yeah, of them yeah, does anyway. Yeah. yeah. Neither one of them followed me into law enforcement, though. They 
They were really inspired. Yeah, but aren't you thankful about that? <laughs> I think so. With yeah, the way the too, job right? is There's now. so many other things to do in life. Yeah. Put yourself in, in harm's way every day, unless you have a passion for it. You I know agree. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, they, if you really want to, you know, go to work every day, lock up bad guys, clean up the streets, then God bless you. Yeah, especially in New York City, you really don't want your kids going. No, not anymore. Yeah. yeah, especially now. You know, we always say that it gets worse, but I don't know how much worse it gets. I think it's just the same you shit. You know, it's a over, real safe over. job, the FBI. You think so? Yeah, you just push, they catch they it. Really they catch it every once mostly, in a while. You know? Yeah, yeah, and then they don't get fired for anything. Yeah. Well, look you at know? the. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. It's look at how quick he could rise up the ranks in the FBI. That guy McCabe only was a twenty-year guy. Yeah, yeah, and he was already like at the head of it. Yeah, yeah. Did he have a law degree? Because they love lawyers in the FBI. I think they love accountants more. Yeah, no law. They like yeah, law I degrees. Think, I think too. he did have a law degree. Yeah, that's but I think key. he was because he was very loyal to Comey. Yeah. So that's why he got that position. Yeah, but no, two, you're right though. You're right. Two, two, right. Very, twenty two years you're already. Guys too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, think of how, when was the last time somebody with twenty years on the job became a chief of uh, a police here in New York? Yeah, it's yeah, starting yeah. to happen. Major. It's happening now though. Yeah, yeah. Chief, oh, of, yeah. chief of patrol is nineteen years. The yep. um, Matarasso, she has 19 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Two-star chief. Yeah, it's, it's starting to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but, yeah, it used to be unheard mm -hmm. of. Yeah, Did you yeah. always want to be a cop? Uh, no, you know, I, uh, when I went to the military, uh, it was after that that I, I started thinking So you about went to the military right after high school? Right after high school. And that's, that's when the Gulf War was? Uh, no, I was in before, and then I stayed in the reserves. Okay. And then the reserves what, what, got activated. Uh, what branch of the military were you in? Uh, Army. Army. Oh. Yeah. We don't ask for experience. We give it. <laughs> oh, they gave it, all right. Uh, what was that like? Did you like it? That was great. You know, I was a paratrooper. Uh -huh. wow. And, uh, yeah, it was nice. How are your knees? Fighting oh, soldiers great. Really? from I got, the I, Well, I got brand new knees. <laughs> you see, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah, oh, they were shot. You got knee replacements. Knee, both of them. Knee replacements. Because, of that, yeah. because of that jumping. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. yeah How many training. jumps have you, did you do? About 40. I was—I well, don't know why forty came into my head, but, but that's exactly the number that I uh, that I thought of. Thanks for playing along, by the way. Um, <laughs> there was a it's not—it's horrible for your knees. T t uh, what is the impact exactly compared to? Every landing is like what? It's about a six-foot wall. That's so jumping off a yeah, but. You're, you're when you're training, you're jumping like a thousand times off uh -huh. a six-foot wall, wow. and this was like you know, it's not today; it's before. All this, uh, you know, uh, paratroopers used to run in boots. They no longer do. Now they run in sneakers. Uh -huh. But way back, they ran in boots uh -huh. before all the, uh, you know, even politically correct and military began. Isn't that funny? When you look at p pictures of people back then, they used to play sports in, like, leather shoes. <laughs> Black leather yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like the first dude that <laughs> had a pair of sneakers, right? <laughs> See those Chuck Taylors that they used to wear? <laughs> it was like a piece of rubber and two pieces of canvas with it, right? That was those, those again. Converse Chuck Taylors, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the early version, down. especially, but you could still see and that was the premier sneaker yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in basketball. Oh, yeah. when that I used to go, shoe. when I used to go to uh, the boarding schools, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, the, when we used to go outside and play in the middle of the day, we would be in a uniform, and you'd be playing all your sports in leather shoes, leather black shoes, shoes. Yeah. Mm. baseball, basketball, because we were already in the uniform. Yeah, yeah. You know, now we, there's different sneakers for different sports, right? I know, running sneakers, tennis sneakers, basketball—they're all different. Right? Oh yeah. So yeah, you got even, both yeah. your knees replaced. How both was the, them, how, yeah. uh, at the same time? That's supposed to hurt. No, too. no, because I was too young. The what age did to. you have them replaced? I had uh, one of them replaced about uh, six years ago, and then about four years. If ago. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 55. Okay, hey, yeah. you look good. I just had my so. hip replaced. Last so year. did you? Yeah. So the the left one you had at 50. 
Yes. And, oh, no. Yeah, about 49. Was it then, because of what, arthritis? Yeah, everything kicked in over the years. But that did start it, all that training. That how, how, um, how, how bad was your inflammation? Oh, I was bone on bone. I mean, it was, so you it would was swell up yeah. like whenever the the barometric pressure drops. I was I was limping around the house. I mean, it was bad. I go through that too. That's why I know what I'm. You know, in all the terms, man. You think you need a new knee? Well, they said I'm gonna have to get one eventually, but I figured let me drop some weight and. Uh, well, that's a big part of it too. He's gonna tell you to drop weight if you need to. Yeah. Um. Even when I when I went for mine, I mean, I was I was a pretty good weight, but he always tells people to drop their drop their weight first. So how does it feel now? Feels fantastic. Really? I actually grew half an inch. Uh-huh. Cause I, yeah, because I had bow legs. So uh-huh. he told me I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna grow half an inch in height, and I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had bow legs? Yeah, yeah. Not too bad, but they. Was that, from, uh-huh. was that from riding horses? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's a cool look that bow leg thing. Yeah. Like you look like an athlete. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you fast? Yeah. I, I was, I was pretty fast. I think the bow legs give you a little speed. But it was nice, you know, it was nice coming out, and the legs are a lot straighter now. It's uh-huh. still a little bow legged, but a lot straighter. So you got the, so you said a thousand times off a six foot wall, man. That's the, and that's all the time. It's training every day, you know. Well, every what do you day, think the old, why? The, the President Bush, the old man, had a, tons, of, a lot of jumps. In fact, he did a jump, I think, on his eighty fifth or ninety yeah, birthday. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But you also, when you, when you jump, you got to roll over, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah or else you might break your ankles. A lot of broken ankles. Wow. During Rashad, jumps, you yeah. talking like you were in the army too? He was. You were a, par- a paratrooper too? Uh huh. Oh, okay. So you were treating those sore ankles? <laughs> <laughs> Come over here, you. I got a bunion. <laughs> He's got the ice packs. Get him over here. <laughs> Come over here, you. I got a bunion. <laughs> All right. So, well, man, I always wondered about that. That uh, the jumping. So, why do you have to practice so much, though? I mean, if you got it, you got it. What do we keep doing this shit for? So then, so then, if you jump into combat. Uh-huh. You don't have a hundred guys on the beach with broken ankles. You know, you got to be ready. So they want you to train. Yeah, they want you to be ready for that jump. That uh-huh. one day they need you. And, and how many years you, did you do in the military? Well, I jumped, I, I was uh, uh, two years. Yeah. But then when I got out, I stayed in the reserves for several years. Because you just wanted that free shit from the PX, right? Oh, that's what it was. Typical yeah. cop, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to that PX and get the cigarettes and all that How long did you shit? stay in the reserve? Uh, for about another uh, 10 years or so. Yeah. All right, when did you come on the job? Came on the job in ninety. Oh, okay, I came yeah. in in ninety two. April ninety. Ninety. Because uh, there was two classes. That that's the crack epidemic right there. Oh yeah. Where did they put you when you were in FTU? Right. That would, they, did they call it FTU? Or is it? Yeah. Yeah. It was the last. Actually, I think it was the last FTU class. No, I was in FTU too. Oh wait. Yeah. I, I was, was in NSU. It was different. They were at stabilization NSU, yeah. unit. Yeah. No, I wasn't NSU. I was in FTU. I thought we were the. That's last when class. men were men in NSU. Then they changed it to and FTU. <laughs> Men were men and so were the women. <laughs> yeah. What did they, then they had, after FTU, they had impact. Cops learned yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, they learned yeah, shit yeah, impact. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, they, they learned how to write summonses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Write summonses. Oh, yeah, they, write yeah, summonses. They, they would throw and, uh, guys in a, in a van and have them drive out and write summonses, and they didn't right. really learn the job. No, they yeah, yeah. They also learned how to pick, uh, make shoplifting collars, too. Yeah, and they were like scarecrows. Scare people off the corner. So, what was your first command? Uh, well, FTU, so it was uh, four one, four three, four oh, five. Oh, so you four, stayed in the Bronx? Well, yeah, just for the FTU, but then uh, I was mostly in the four one, four three, and then after that I went to the three four. Oh, so then after the, after oh, the, you got hooked up? Man. Yeah, you Someone called up. You made up. your call. 
made me <laughs> fall. He put that call first, and said, yo. First he, first, he wanted to stay in the Bronx. This kid, he's already a pain in the ass. So this you kid know I, if it's a borough jump. First, first, he wanted to stay in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I want to be close to home. I mean, I mean, you know, why not? Right? If everybody's telling me stay close to home, okay, yeah, I'll stay close. And then he goes, I'm bored of the Bronx. Six months later. I, I, somebody told me I should go where the action is. Three, four. Yeah. Well, it was nice because I lived in Riverdale at the time. So oh, so I would beautiful. jump on the one train. I didn't have a car, so I would jump on the one train, and I was still. There's working. a New York City guy, right? That's the only place in the world you can not have a car in New York City. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, but either. We no, what Bronx, would you do though. if you lived in a suburb? You have to have a car in the yeah, suburbs. In the you can't get anywhere. Yeah. You can get around in the Bronx without a car. Nah, not really. It depends on where, what part of the Bronx you live in. So when you wanted to take a girl on a date, we say, "Yo, you want to come with me on a train?" <laughs> Going on a date, we're taking the train. <laughs> I went on a lot of dates on the train. Did I you mean, really? Yeah, but I was like 14, 15, 16. Oh, okay. Eventually, I got a car, but uh, you know, the first year or so, I didn't yeah. have a car. Were you a big overtime guy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah big. The big collar guy in the beginning. I was. I used to make. I used to make a lot of collars, a lot of overtime. Uh -huh. It was actually funny because when I was, um, what tour did you do? Uh, we flipped uh, days from four to twelve. Oh, what are you? Uh, what is that? Uh, Scooter charge. Right. Yeah, we did a scooter, and then they went to Steady Tours, probably about, when they go to Steady Tours, like 93? Yeah, it was the worst thing 94? that ever happened to the No, no, it was 92. When I came out, they were doing Steady they Tours. They were doing Steady Tours. Yeah, I think it was some precincts. 3-4 was one of the first ones. So I went to I went to uh, Day Tours, because it was it was easy to collar up and then go around the clock. The lead was flying back then in the 3-4, three, three, right? Oh, man, it was a constant run. A yeah. constant. That was great cops. How, much how many, than me. you laid down any lead back then? Uh, yeah, we weren't shooting. Yeah, huh? <laughs> well, not we. Well, officially, you, did you lay yes, down any lead? Yes, yes. How much lead did you lay down? Officially? Like Mike Hybrid said? <laughs> I was on the floor laughing when he said that. Because yeah, I know what he's talking about, you know? Officially, how much lead did you officially lay down? Officially, two. Two, okay. Officially so two. you were in two sheets. so funny. Did you, did you get any recipient lead? Any <laughs> lead coming your way? Yes. Oh, they fired at yes, you, too. They did, yeah. So you must have a combat cross, then. No, Even on the day tours? Oh, oh yeah! Another, look at this! Really? Yeah, Another yeah, Medal yeah. of Valor winner. Did you? You had fifty EPDs that you traded in for the medal. <laughs> That's a no, I got one of those uh, Medal of Valor's. You know the community affairs. Community affairs. Yeah. They had that for about service. a year or two. Oh, Till the warriors were so yeah, pissed, yeah, yeah. the department tried to give a community affairs Medal of Valor, and these guys getting shot and shooting people. They were like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Yeah, this you're embarrassed because you go to you go to Metal Day. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you listen bucket. to all these stories, yeah. and then you hear your story, and you're, you're like, you know, you don't want to get he up. He devised uh, a way to clean up yeah. the park <laughs> it's and like, got the community involved. It's like getting that detective shield, but it's like a specialist yeah, shield. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. What is that? Exactly. Yeah. What is the fucking specialist shield? He found out sorry. how to get alcohol prep pads so they could wipe off discs of the commissioner. And that's what it was. Yeah, they actually had they had a Medal of Valor for. Community affairs. Yeah, I remember that. It was, it was disgusting. Yeah. For about a year, and then you know, they should have complaints. a special awards day for that, where they all the dickhead politicians should go to it and yeah, give yeah, to yeah. the community affairs yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Unbelievable. Oh man, I could have got one of those. Sorry, I'm too. I'm a ranter. <laughs> my wife calls me a ranter. She goes, "All you do is rant." You're angry, Bill. I'm an angry guy. Yes. Thank God we got this podcast. I know. I don't know what I do. I'd probably be in, in a mental. Otherwise, your wife, your wife, your wife would have to listen to all of this. My kids, too. My kids' girlfriends are going, all your dad does is rant. I said, tell them to shut up till they fucking marry you. you know? Well, 
That's what you do for a living, right? You rent. That's right. Yeah, rent. You make people laugh at rent. rent. Yeah, Mark's really more of like a smoother comic. He, no, no, he, he uh, kicks ass. ass. He does that. I've seen it. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. Remember? I'm going to Connecticut with him. That's right. He slays. Three, four, man. My, my grandmother's still up there on 108th and Broadway. That neighborhood, it's changed, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, got, yeah, it's gotten very... Uh, uh, gentrified? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man, like, you see white people walking around with, for no reason up there. You're like, what the hell are you doing up here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, not even, like, I'm not talking about the white people that used to be in Washington Heights before. Because you had Greeks, you had Irish, but somehow they... they, they they had a sprinkle of Dominican on them, you know? <laughs> you could just see it in them. Like, mira, mira. No, no, I'm just talking about attitude. <laughs> I'm talking about attitude. You know, they look like they were from the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they talk that way, too. And now you see people like you took them right out of uh, Brooklyn, w- Williamsburg, and then you put them over here. They just look out of place. Yeah, there's Starbucks now in Washington Heights. Oh, Lights. man, uh, I hate Starbucks. Yeah, it's, it's all over. It's I just hate everything they stand for. Very gentrified up there. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about, about that, that, that white guy that lives like in, like in the Bronx, for example? You know, you, you, that's where yeah, you're yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different attitude. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, you're talking about someone from the Midwest that just plops down somewhere in New York I don't even City. Think and they act the... like they own the place, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, the funniest thing, too, is that when you grow up like in New York City and your family has money... And then you don't even want to stay there anymore because you want to go to the hip area. Yeah, you so you actually tell my hey, Ma, Dad, I want to I want to get an apartment with my wife in, in Brooklyn. Can you get that one for us <laughs> over here? Over there, <laughs> have you been to the? We want to be where it's cool. Have you been to the Dumbo area of Brooklyn? It's pretty cool. Oh, oh yeah, there's a lot, yeah, listen, yeah. there's a lot of cool things it's really over cool. there. Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't think, even know what a hipster was until someone pointed it out to me. Like, you see that guy? I'm like, oh, shit. That's <laughs> what, what a hipster is. A lot of Washington Heights, you had a lot of people that used to live on Columbus uh, Avenue. can no longer afford it. Yeah. And moved to the Heights, but they want Columbus Avenue in Washington Heights. Right, right. And then the, com- the complaints they would present would be, you know, dog walkers. And, yeah, yeah. You know, they want Columbus Avenue in the Heights. So you're just not going to get it. No. Yeah, yeah. Or somebody you know. was walking their dog off the leash, or they're sitting in front of the building playing music all night. Yeah, no, no yeah, shit. Or delivery yeah, yeah. people it's Washington riding Heights. Yeah, on the yeah, sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. It's Washington. It's not, it's not Second Avenue. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's going to be people out. You moved up here. Right. Assimilate. Mm-hmm. They used to complain about gunfire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now it's bicycles on the sidewalk, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, really, they really complain that there's oh, people yeah. sitting in front of the building yeah, listening yeah. to music at they night. Yep. This is New York City. Yep. Right? They sure did. Yeah, especially yeah. up in uh, the northern part, like two fifteenth. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Park, yeah. West. Especially, oh, yeah, you God, get up, yeah. you get the higher you get up there. Yep. How long did you stay there for in the three four? Well, I was there in the three four for about four years. Then uh-huh. they they broke up. They three three. Then three three. So I went to the three three. Uh, three three is pretty slow now. Yeah, now it's it is. Yeah, really I didn't have a choice. You know, I put in for the three four. So of course, they where is the line over there with the three three and the three four? One five five. One five five to one seven nine. But what's the avenue? Well, it's, it's it's uh, it goes river to river. Okay. Yeah, it's it's still the same. It's just the north and south change. So the three four starts at um, one five five. No, oh, I'm sorry. The, well, the three four starts at two twenty fifth, and then down to one seven nine. One seventy nine street. The north side of one seven nine street, and then the three three picks up and then takes one seven nine to one five five. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So at the time it was busier. You know, it was a busy. Uh, the three three was the busier part of the. Uh, of the area, but you know that slowed down a lot. But I mean, geographically, the three four was huge when you think. Oh about yeah, it. It was oh yeah. The whole, it was, oh, when you, when you take when you yeah. take in account all the way uptown too, by the cloisters over there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Inwood over there, they covered all that stuff. Even roll though they call. Were, roll call was like forty five minutes. 
Wow. Yeah, you know, it was all one sector after another, like King Mike and wow. know, all kinds of sectors. Yeah, it was. Wow, How many cars wild. were they putting out? They they were putting out a lot on a day tour on a four to twelve. A lot. Uh-huh. Wow, a that's lot interesting. That's interesting. Know? Yeah, I guess it needed to be two commands. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember uh, when we were, when I was in Warrens and then they shipped some people up to the three three over there from Manhattan Warrens. That cut. That made our office on 98th Street a little bit more livable. livable. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have to go up there. I, I liked staying on 98th Street. Because, I mean, you were on 98th Street and 3rd Avenue. was mm-hmm. fucking... But the other thing with the 3 4 My jam was then, across the street. Every, there was other tons of different police agencies working up there. Yeah, right? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the DEA, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had all these narcotics units, so you didn't know who the hell was who up there. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, where is that narcotics building, that weird one? Oh, it's in the armory. No, 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 it's either in the Bronx or up there. I think it's with the one in the what, Bronx. 3280 Broadway? No. That was my office. That That's where IAB is. You probably I'm talking there. about the, <laughs> that building in the, I think it's in the Bronx, man. And it, like, you, you ever w- watch TV shows and you're like, what kind of, who has an office like this? Like with a, like with um. Oh, you mean on Fordham Road, like Fordham Plaza? Yeah, there? like yeah, it's yeah, fucking... Yeah, yeah, because yeah. sometimes on the TV shows, they embellish. Like, we have these really cool offices, and oh, we yeah. really don't. We Most don't have cool we, offices, we, definitely. We, they yeah. look like shit. Mm-hmm. But this place that I went to in the Bronx over there, the narcotics place, they had like a fish tank in there. And it was like <laughs> wow. it was like cool, man. And they said that it used to be a soundstage or something was like that, that. Was that bacala in the tank or what? Do you remember the, <laughs> do you know the place I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I, I know the place in Manhattan over in the 3-2. Over by the river, mm-hmm. by the FDR. What was that place? That's like the big armory. Yeah, the, yeah, the armory. Was up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Didn't they move out of there? And then they were in PSA 5, I think, for a while, yes, right? Yes. I remember they had gangs up there, because I went over there to show them some pictures, and we went through uh, some gang pictures and stuff. You know, when we, uh, I, my office was in 3280 Broadway, which is a, a nice building, you know? And Special Victims was right across the hall, and then the hall with the che- it was the cheese unit, the IAB guys, right? Uh-huh. But Special Victims, for some stupid reason, moved to PSA 5. And you got to realize, Special Victims is the whole borough of Manhattan. Uh-huh. So people that were victims of a sex crime now had to go up into Harlem to, to, to PSA 5. They were like, oh my God, they had just been victimized in a yeah, sex yeah, crime. Yeah, yeah. And now they're going into the belly of the beast to mm-hmm. report it. You know, oh, yeah, They were not happy. You know? Yeah, yeah. And you never know who you're running into in terms of uh, people, even in the 3-3. You know, uh, uh, you'd run into uh, uh, different politicians and opponents oh, yeah. and stuff like that. There was actually one time... Oh, living went, in it? Yeah, yeah. One time um, I went on a, uh, on a call and uh, an elderly black lady, really nice lady, like a church lady, Everything was, you know, God bless you, God bless uh-huh. you. She had a bonnet on. And um, uh, something happened. Part of a ceiling fell in, so I was taking an aided card. And she's telling me uh, her, you know, I'm making conversation with her, and she tells me that her um, her grandson was a New York City police officer. So I'm just making conversation. So that's very nice. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, I just happened to say, uh, where did he work? And she said, uh, three, four. And I said, oh, that's interesting. I said, what was his name? And uh, she said, uh, Eddie Mitchell. And I said, Eddie Mitchell? What's, I mean, that rings a bell. Why does that ring a bell? And she says, oh, he was killed in the line of duty oh, man. in uh, July of 77 in the 3-4. Wow. And I just, I, all I could do was look at her. I felt horrible. Really? I just felt absolutely horrible. Did you, you know? fix the ceiling after that? Well, I put in the aided card. And <laughs> <laughs> we actually went to get, we got her, we got her flowers and we brought them back oh, to her. Nice. Yeah, that yeah, was it was nice. Horrible. I mean, I just you know the. the you know, cops uh, have such a great heart. They do. They do you hear something they like do. that. Yeah, it really yeah, yeah. touches you, and you, you know, mm-hmm. guys been known to buy kids bicycles and stuff that they've yeah, been robbed. Yeah. And you know, it's mm-hmm. it's a great thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. 
Usually, if you you said you said uh, you, you don't know who lives up there, and some like you, you rent an apartment up there. My grandmother's been there for I don't know fifty five years, more mm. than that. Wow, fifty five. Imagine you rent an apartment to somebody and they're still there fifty five years later. <laughs> you owe the rent from nineteen. <laughs> I'm a little behind on the rent. <laughs> no, but think about it. I mean, the rent is uh, like five six hundred bucks. Oh, I know, I know. I uh, went on a uh, aided case one time with a woman. I was a sergeant back then. The woman collapsed that she died. But uh, I found her old papers. She was in the apartment 75 years. Oh, oh wow. Good. Yeah, on one, uh, like 185 in St. Nick. And found her, all her old papers and stuff. And she, uh, I think she was paying like $100 a month. It was wow. really, you know, the was landlord it a big must apartment have been happy. Or what? It was huge. Wow. It was huge. But Con Ed had shut off her power months ago. Ugh. I mean, she, she was dead six months. Wow! Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you was... apply for the lease? To the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you give her CPR? <laughs> no, actually, I was walking over. It was pitch black in a, in a daytime. It was pitch black. I couldn't see, and I looked down, and you know the uh, uh, the one piece that uh, uh, some women wear, like around the house and stuff like that, that was on the floor next to the door, and in that one piece was a skeleton with hair. Oh yeah, and, you know, wow. she, the oh, body she was yeah. And it was horrible. And then underneath the door was uh, stuck a note. And it said, uh, please help me, I've fallen. Oh, you know, she wrote it and then tried to stick it under the door and it didn't get out. Oh, it fuck. was stuck. Oh, it was horrible to see that. Yeah, she must, She, I guess she fell and just starved to death. That's so, horrible. Oh, it was man. horrible, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad way to go, man. Mm-hmm. Shit. I always think about that kind of stuff because I figure I'm going to catch a bad one. Well, you live alone, right? That yeah. could happen to you. <laughs> yeah, coming home from one of your shows, it's you're like, all high about you did great. You slayed. What's the word you use? You kicked ass. Whatever. I don't know. You, you, could, you, you made this stuff up, so you could keep going with it. <clears throat> I could tell he was he was a he was what a star it? in high school. I could yeah. tell. What, yeah. what was the um, Barbara Butcher called it? The Stench of loneliness. Stench of loneliness. Stench of loneliness. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what a term. She said Hirsch. I can't believe that. the uh, the people in the building. I mean, you know, the six months. Look, we were just before we started the show. There was something in the fridge that went bad, and we were yelling, "Get it out! Get it out!" Mm-hmm. That was the you stench know? of laziness. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is it's like uh, you know, usually the, everybody, your neighbors, will mm-hmm. smell it first, and then at some point that, that the body's going to liquefy. It's going to start coming oh through God. the floor. It probably went, and the people downstairs never complained yeah, about yeah, that yeah. either. Yeah, because it'll keep going. It'll go through mm-hmm. all the, you know. Yeah, it was strange. It was just a skeleton. I don't know, you know, how that body decomposed like that. It, it must have gone through the floor. Yeah, you know, I've had I've had that too as a sergeant where you went to an apartment of like a hoarder, mm-hmm. and the garbage was like up right. above my head. Sure. You know. And I could tell there was a body in it because mm-hmm. I could smell it. Was the lady was dead, and social workers for like the past six months have been putting you know eviction notices <laughs> under the door. And we finally get in there and we're like, "What the? F-? Like you didn't yeah, know where yeah, to yeah. go? Yeah, it took time, and we followed the smell, and we found the body. You know, wow. it was yeah, it was yeah. Hoarding is pretty interesting, right? We're all we all retired from the job, and we've all been gone to a location where the the person opens the door but they can't get it and you're like come on and you're pushing the door back but it won't go back and you realize oh that's because there's like a a, a foot you gotta step up to get in and duck down to walk through the whole apartment you're walking on mounds of garbage oh my god people don't even 
comprehend what we've seen. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, the things yeah. we've seen with yeah. these eyes, you know. And yeah. you, have to, you have to laugh at it because if you don't, it'll just yeah. eat, you up. It'll yeah. eat you up. I mean, they have that show with the hoarders on TV and the family comes there and they try to get him to, you know, get rid of some of this My stuff. wife calls me a hoarder. Yeah. Because I hate throwing shit away. I do. I don't. But I mean, I'm not like that. But I mean, right, I just right, don't right. like to throw stuff away. <laughs> uh-huh. Because I was one of eight kids and... You know. Maybe who knows? Maybe later on in life, you, that's how you're going to die. Could be, man. You know, I hope I'll it's die a, by myself. I, I hope my it's after I come home from a show, I killed like you. Did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't, have, you didn't have a second locker then. You <laughs> used one locker. No, I had two lockers. Two lockers. Yeah, I'm going to pass out yeah. in my uh, in my yeah. house by myself. Anyone see Mark? He hasn't been around. <laughs> but he, well, lives, uh, he lives alone. Let's check on well, him. Brings, brings this interesting yeah. up. How long do you think you'll be dead before somebody looks for you? That's a scary thing, huh? right? That's, That's very scary. You know, I, I, scary. I would like to. You know, no one checks on it'd you. It'd have to be, like, with me, it'd have to be at least two days. <laughs> <laughs> he was booked. Where is he? It's not like him not to show up for the show. Well, I mean, the only people that would, I guess, look for me right off the bat would be if I was still working at the place I'm working at now. They would probably want, like, hitting call, nothing. And yeah. Somebody would pick up the phone and call. Yeah. But this idea that two people would, would call each other and, you know... My wife would probably call. My kids don't give a shit about me. Yeah, she'd wait though. I guess. You, how long? How many? How many weeks do you think your wife would wait before no, she, she comes called? home every? She works. You no, know? I'm just saying. How I many? Just do this. How many weeks do you think she'd come home and keep going out without? I wonder where he is. She called the insurance company. Whatever he's doing, don't go down the basement. His car. His car's not here. <laughs> How long do you think you'd be dead before people notice? You cops out there, this could be you. <laughs> Make sure you get a big pension, you know? Did, so you have, did you have your will done, Mark? No, but I have life insurance. Yeah, No, but you have that do not resuscitate. I joke. No, no, I no. have a do resuscitate. Mine says they want to keep it alive as long as possible. So keep collecting my pension. Get to the end of the month. That's yeah. right. Do resuscitate. Yeah. Keep the sixty pound dead man alive. Keep pumping air. Keep fucking pumping air. Because when he dies, so does his pension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember my father had cancer, and when he passed away, like uh, you know, he was having such a hard time breathing. He had this whole thing over his head, and it looked for a while like. Um, like you know, like his chest was going up and down, but it, it had flatlined already. But yeah, it was just yeah. the machine working. Yes, yes. And I have a feeling like that's what they're going to do to you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's going to flatline. Look, no, look, his chest is still going up. It's just air. No, no, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, the, the, the empty balls. He drinks pretty good Cabernet. <laughs> he doesn't drink cheap, shitty wine. <laughs> Napa Valley. That's it. He's breathing. He's breathing. Whereas if they found you, they'd say old English eight hundred. Not. A Cold forty five. Yeah, you ever do that on a uh, on a DOA? Right. Do you want to get out of uh, end the tour? I think it was Christmas Day. End the tour, and uh, the DOA were like, "Oh man, we're stuck." Yeah. The partner goes, "I saw him breathing. I saw life. I saw life." <laughs> and the family goes, "Bring him to the hospital. Bring him to the hospital." Yeah. And the EMS is like, "You owe me." Because yeah. uh, if it's questioned it. by anyone, right, they gotta go to the right. hospital. But they used to do that with homicides. I would fucking get so pissed off because it destroys the crime scene. Right. The guy's lit up with 16 shots. He's dead. <laughs> right, And right. some crime patrol, take him to the hospital. Take him to the <laughs> hospital. And we're like, he just destroyed the crime scene, you fuck. 
<laughs> it's funny what, what cops worry about, you know? Yeah, my crime yeah, scene. Exactly. But he's dying. But my crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, but I mean, the guy was dead. There yeah, was no yeah, way yeah. he was alive. Yeah, they yeah. brought a dead guy to the hospital because they didn't want, like you say, right, right, right. they didn't want to sit on the DOA. You don't oh, understand. Resnick's going to come. He's yeah. going to be mad at oh, me. What does the MS have to do, though? They bring it to the hospital and then... Well, then he, say, he, they pronounce him there. But then at that point, it's it's out of the NYPD's hands. Yeah, but what is... As far as what EMS has to do afterwards... Like once they just, pronounce just them, their report, and then, then they, they just bring them downstairs to the. No, no, let the hospital people do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they bring yeah. them to the, like yeah. the meat locker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy yeah. shit, right? So it all, all police politics, you know. Yep. But you know what used to drive me crazy is when the precinct CEO would send the first officer home on a homicide mm -hmm. because he didn't want to pay him overtime. Oh yeah. And then yeah. he would like, oh, I'm sorry, he went home. You yeah. lying mother. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he did it on purpose because he didn't want to pay him all right, the time. Right, right. I go, do you want this case solved? You yeah, just sent yeah. the first officer. Yeah, I used mm -hmm. to see it all the time. Uh, yeah, not all the time. Once in a while, squad boss is coming in. Yeah, and meanwhile, the guy's he's interviewing the uh, the perp, and he's about to break him. He's like, you almost done. You almost done. You almost done. You know, <sighs> pumping him, and the guy's like, you know, you're interrupting me here. You know, yeah, yeah. The and the little the subtlest little thing can yeah, make the guy shut yeah, down. You yeah, know? uh huh. You make the flip. In. Yeah. We don't want this a murder if we don't have to take it. Yeah. <laughs> if this was an accident, we'd like to get rid of the number. <laughs> or precinct CEOs that would want to go in and interrogate the guy. Captain, inspector. Yeah, yeah, please, yeah. Yeah, please. exactly, exactly. Uh -huh. They'd want to go in there and go, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's not what I was taught as a captain. No. You just, you show up to a scene, you know, what can I do for you? What do you need from me? Right, right, In right. terms of bodies, do you need a canvas? Do you need aviation? What do you need from me? Right. That's it. Other than that, it's, it's, your, it's your call. How about about five or six pizzas? Yeah. No, just send them to the squad. Yeah, Were you it, fond of, uh, was PBA. that your favorite rank, Captain? No, nah, probably lieutenant. Captain, at that point, you're, you're really... You're really uh, administration right? at yeah. that point, uh -huh. you know. But uh, lieutenant was you nice. Could, if you were if you were a lieutenant, that was the uh, what's the guy, the, the special ops. That's a good job. That's a nice job. I was special ops. Yeah, because you can go out, you can play, right, you can right. do whatever you want. You can mm -hmm. actually do shit and right. get away with it. Yeah, you could yeah, stir yeah. shit up, and then and when it comes time to leave, <laughs> time to take the college, just bounce. There All right, guys, I'll see you That's later. Right. <laughs> These guys are stuck with this bag of shit. <laughs> If, if it's a real heavy job, you, you can sit, tell the sergeant, I'm, I'm out of here. You handle this. This may have IAB implications to it. Let the sergeant handle it. Let me get out of here while the getting's good. That's right. I got to go. I got a meeting with the CEO. I'm leaving. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, lieutenant was always the fa the best rank. And then I think it changed a little well, bit. Well, they took him off. The, when the lieutenant had the desk, it mm. sucked. Yeah, yeah. But then they gave the made the lieutenant rank where you could do other things, mm -hmm. right? And yeah, special yeah. ops was the best. Right. You could make yeah. a lot of overtime, right? Well, they, they kept lieutenant on the desk after the, uh, I think, the Louima incident. Yeah. They wanted they wanted Back on, the, on desk, the desk, yeah. yeah. But then they, but then it was it was, it was was too strict. It was like you were married to the desk. Lieutenant mm -hmm. couldn't even go outside the door. Well, you, you know, know it was bad. as a sergeant on the desk too. You could get some of these other units, and they'd come in and try like a lieutenant from say PMD would come in and try like bully the desk officer, right? And not even there. Oh, we have all these three hundred things, to, and they wanted you to like store the shit for them, mm -hmm. and like another lieutenant would go, "Hey, Lou, t take a seat over there <laughs> and take care of this shit. I'm not you, you know. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the local candy store. We're sure. gonna take care of this, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But as a sergeant, you'd have to listen to this right, shit, right? Right. Yeah, that's a good rank, man. Lieutenant. Yeah, the three four was very busy in terms of all these outside units. Oh, 
Did you ever? Uh, oh what? man, we got a transit. You know. What was the biggest bag of shit you had to be in charge of, so that you couldn't just ugh, get stuck with it? When I went to the two as, three as a boss. <laughs> Were you in the two three? No, 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 no. What happened? No. He met Detective Pat in the two three. Yeah. <laughs> he calls him Tex. That was one of Porteous's <laughs> nicknames, Tex. Tex. That's how I know him. You know, I think Tex. I think it's because he wore cowboy boots, right? Is that what uh, they call him, Tex? <laughs> Right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. he was a good detective. We gotta have him back. Porteous knows every VFW, every Elks club from uh-huh. here to uh, <laughs> to, to Albany, right? He's community minded yeah. or bar minded? No, no, the bar, wherever there's a 50 cent or a dollar <laughs> beer, he knows the place. There you go. <laughs> well, you know what, let's switch up. Let's go up since you brought up the VFW hall. So as chaplain up there, well, how often do you guys uh, have to get together? Uh, the meetings are once a month. But then there's other types of uh, of course meetings, you know, breakfast meetings. But like you, when like you that. tell your wife, that's a mandatory meeting. There's no. <laughs> well, you I should tell, do it like once a week. Well, I tell my girl it's uh, uh, second Friday of the month, uh-huh. eight, eight o'clock. Oh, yeah, eight of course. At night, yeah. Is it eight yeah. to four? No, no, no. It's it's like a one hour 20, meeting. Twenty hundred to four. Yeah, yeah. One hour <laughs> meeting. <laughs> with a twelve hundred meal, with a twenty four hundred meal. That's right. <laughs> It should be an eight-hour mandatory overnight meeting. <laughs> Do you got a lot of cops up in that? Uh... Yeah, Putnam is uh, guns and hoses. Really? Oh, yeah, firemen! Yeah. You guys get along with the firemen? Sure, sure. A lot of they cops tell a lot firemen. of firemen war stories. I never hung out with firemen. So I don't know. No, not really. I mean, a lot of them. A lot of the firemen up there, they go to uh, uh, the volunteer fire departments and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and they bring a lot to their that to that aspect of it. So yeah, well, they, they got all this New York City fire department sure, training, right? Sure, best in the world. Yeah. Well, so they yeah, say. Isn't so they it say. funny how, like, um, <laughs> you know, the volunteer firefighters are looked at, like, you know, like almost like regular firemen. Like, it's a heroic thing to do. And then you look at auxiliary cops, and you're like, this guy's what the fucking idiot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what is this guy doing? Yeah, doing this, yeah. uh, they're doing the same exact thing. Uh-huh. They're, you know, they're doing their job for no money. Right. And especially, like, you know, if just think about like I was talking about like extreme games, you know they used to have that that show where you see the extreme games, but can you find something any more dangerous than putting a, a NYPD uniform on? Uh, exactly, Two? uniform on and sticking them in like the most dangerous neighborhoods in in, in New York. Two, and Two with no guns. Cops in the ninth got executed. I was working that. Ago. I was working. Yeah, yeah. I was doing comedy yeah. that night. Yeah, wow. executed. I was doing comedy that night. Right, yeah. right on. Um, it was right. Around, it was happen, It happened right. Around, I was at the. Uh, it was called uh, uh, Comedy Village. Did no, you no. Did you kill that night? No. no yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I recall that. Yeah, yeah. I killed that night. Um, I remember that. I remember that incident happening right That's around crazy, the corner. Right. Yeah. yeah that, wow. But yeah. you know, it's it, well, the same thing. Like with traffic. Traffic. You used to call them the brownies. They wore right. brown uniforms. But the city was like, you know something. Want to get more bang for the buck? Put them in the same uniforms as cops. Yeah, yeah. This way it'll be like omnipresence. Mm-hmm. They don't have guns, and you know we'll get the bang. That's from- I wonder who yeah. thought of that because that's that's actually brilliant, really. That they did that. That's why they yeah, did it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And there's a guy making I don't know what they make thirty thousand a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is. Well, it? I, I thought I thought Dinkins did that because I think uh, he did. That's what he that's what he thought of cops like basically meter maids. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean that's what I, that's, yeah. that was the rumor. But yeah. it may have been that because they were getting assaulted left and oh, right. Oh yeah, but I mean that whole remember that was the whole thing you learned in the county omnipresence. Right, right. Make it look like you the know, police it's, are yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It's funny when when people have that ab- attitude. It's usually uh, I don't know why it strikes me as academia. You know, um, it's an arrogance. Oh, and the the irony is that you don't realize one thing. 
It's just that that freaking guy that barely, you know, he had his GED and that, you know, he came on the job and he's 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 definitely not as smart as you are. But guess what? He could take all your freedom away mm -hmm. yeah. like this. Yeah. And there's not a thing you can do about it. No. Mm -hmm. And he could save your life, too. On the other hand, yeah, right? that's true too. Right, yeah, yeah. that's true I too. I hate that academic, uh, the arrogance of academia. You know, when I well, it goes hand. In, I'm not. It's also money too. There's a certain amount of because you know you have this power as a man. And you see the arrogance when people get pulled over. We've seen the videos now, mm -hmm. uh, from all different oh, yeah. type of. Uh, um, but that's being encouraged. Government. That's being encouraged. Mm -hmm. But they get caught on video and they have to resign because they look like idiots because they're, they're talking down to police officers right, and right. showing their idea. You know who I am? Mm -hmm. I you know, know exactly sitting their way who, with I know some exactly who you are. <laughs> some commissioner shield. You know, some uh, say hello to my little it's not friend. Even, it's not even an elected. It's it's not even an elected uh, spot. It's something right. that's given to you by the government. Who's that? You remember the lady in uh, Jersey? Yeah, 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 I saw that. The yeah, arrogant yeah, yeah. lady. Yeah, yeah. I want to know why you pulled. I don't have to tell you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, but... It, That's why knowledge is power as a cop. You know the law. But it's funny. Like, you get that power, and you have that money, and, you know, it's it's working for you everywhere, except once you get pulled over, that's and everybody becomes normal. Yeah. Everybody becomes... The, that's the great equalizer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't, like pulled, I don't like being pulled over now either. If you're driving and you hear this, whoop, whoop, that's a great equalizer, man. It sure is, man. I saw a video of uh, the lieutenant... Getting uh, pulled over in his command, it wasn't here in New York, out of state somewhere in his command, D D DUI, and they had to call the covering lieutenant over because the, he wasn't, you know, he was boxed, and they were trying to get him to, uh, you know, to comply. And he was, did you see the video I'm talking about? I didn't about? see it. No, uh, oh, it's on video. Yeah, it's oh, so, wow. it's so fucking sad because you know that guy's doomed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They should have just taken him home, put him mm -hmm. to bed. That's yeah, but now they got the cameras yeah, on. That's true. It's it's crazy. And I, I read something else about that, like you know, guys, uh, cops indicating to each other that that you know have a camera. The on. cameras on. Oh, you know? what a how horrible! Yeah, how horrible! Yeah. We're trying to protect each other. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, it, what don't do you think they, politicians do to protect each other? They, they probably you know. Well, they throw out servers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. They, they, they destroy blackberries with hammers. <laughs> That's the least of it. That's right. They wipe servers clean. You mean like with a cloth? They get prosecutors fired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For opening up cases against their sons. That's another thing they do. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's yeah. all, but listen, it's all power. But I, don't do, you know, don't indicate to another cop that the camera's on. Well, I mean, <laughs> I also read an article that they're all, they're all pretty much uh, have cameras on them now. Yeah, but, you know, now. The ACLU, they don't like the cameras. They wanted the cameras. Now they don't yeah, like them they anymore. They don't like the cameras yeah, because they don't have any more cases anymore. Yeah. It's showing that they the don't, don't have any more guilty. cases. People mm -hmm. are not, you know, they don't have these lawsuits. I, I would love to see the numbers of of uh, lawsuits how, what, against the city, uh, let's just say New York City police yeah. officers, how much they've dropped since body camps. I guarantee there's been a significant drop. Yeah. There has to be because every time you go like, well, let's look at that. That's not good. Yeah, but especially not, especially the uh, uh, the nonsense lawsuits. Yeah. Oh time, yeah, yeah, significant. You know? Yeah, like five grand, ten grand lawsuits. Oh. Yeah. You know what makes them drop is having the posture to uh, to follow it through. Right. You know, if the city fights it, fight right, it. You right. see how all these frivolous lawsuits mm -hmm. will drop to nothing. Yeah. When it, you know I get promoted uh, back in the day, uh, there was a lieutenant from the legal bureau, and he says. 
Disney World has a posture of fighting every single lawsuit mm-hmm. that you know, they get sued. He goes, as a result, almost no one sues them. Because mm-hmm. the attorneys, no, no, I'm not taking that case. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I could work for a year and then they, mm-hmm. they're going to fight us. Right, it's going right. to cost me a fortune right. to you know, win the right. money. Good, good. I think that's a good strategy. Mm-hmm. I've heard uh, all state insurance is like that. That's is what that I've right? heard, yeah. There's probably a lot of investigators from our job working for Allstate. Oh, yeah, I know. You're in good hands with Allstate. Allstate, yeah. Very good hands. What's the other? I love the one. We've learned a thing or two because we know a thing or two. What is it? uh, The guy. The The farmers. Farmers. Farmers, We are farmers. Yeah. (laughs) They all have. uh, Yeah, and each one of those uh, uh, cases, those claims, they've they've covered at one point in there. Right, right. Yeah, those actual real claims. What are you talking about? Like, a, you see the commercial where uh, it'll say, like, a, a moose hits the, car hits the car or something mm-hmm. like that. Something weird. Well, that's a real yeah, case. Yeah, farmer, yeah, farm. That's an actual claim they handled. Or, oh, like, maybe, right, uh, right. maybe uh, something falling out of the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Comedian slips and falls. Coming yeah. Home. <laughs> In Connecticut. <laughs> I jumped off the stage. Uh, on There's a club on 116th Street. Just had a mic. And I was so stupid, man. I was like... I'm 63 years old now. This was about three years ago. So I was 60 years old. All the young comics, like four feet high. All the young comics are bounding or just jumping, right? So I said, well, fuck it. I, you know, so I jump off it and they're like, I hear all the young comics go, you see Cannon, man? He just jumped off that stage. I've paid for that every day since. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> jumping up from four foot stage. What did I think? What was I thinking? You thought you were you know? a paratrooper, yeah, man. I thought That's I was, it. Yeah, I thought I was with him. You That's know? it. Fighting yeah. soldiers from the sky. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to use an elevator. I've come up with my mind that I'm going to use an elevator every single opportunity I have. <laughs> to get to the only have, stage? We only have a certain amount of steps in us, man. We only have a certain amount of leaps. <laughs> A certain amount of sprints. That's We're true, like machines. Man. We're like cars. You know what I'm saying? And That's I, I, true. Like I was. The reason why I came up with this idea was because I was thinking about, um, you know, that guy that you see in the club. You know, if, or the guy who's over fifty. Yeah. Who's still going out to clubs? Mm-hmm. And what I explained it to the young girls is, is, listen, that guy. What happened to him was he still got left over load. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, he he's, he. Um, he made his made it late, you know. He probably collected his money and got his things out of his mother's basement, whatever, and he held on to it. Now he's got a nice car. <laughs> he's got a you know a decent apartment, and he's got his rap together because he's thirty five years older than every single girl in this place. <laughs> so obviously he can manipulate him, you know. That's that guy, and he's probably still decent in bed because he's got a lot of leftover loads. Like he didn't use them as a kid. <laughs> Me, when I was about that time, I'm 30, 32, 33. I'm done. I'm, I'm like an old man right now. I'm taking the elevator. <laughs> That's how much I wasted as a kid. I didn't know. I didn't, you know, know. See that I didn't have this theory then. I was just down in Florida. You see that all the time in Florida. You see these young girls drop dead gorgeous. They have the fake boobs. Uh-huh. They're all, you know, and they're with 75-year-old men. Yeah. Big sugar daddies taking care a, of them. You know, There was a guy 65 years old, a, a billionaire, went to get a penis enlargement and died. He had a heart attack. <laughs> What did he die? A billionaire. Well, he had a heart attack no. during the surgery. It wasn't from the surgery. Is there a moral to the story or something? Yeah. Oh, I want to care. How much? How many inches can yeah, you no. get? That's all I kept thinking about. Wait a minute. Enlargement? How much does it cost? What are we talking about here? Shots? There's options? Really? Oh, my God. I learned more about the... <laughs> just by reading that article. Do you didn't hear about that guy? Nah, the Indian guy? Nah. A billionaire, man. I must have missed that. Yeah, a billionaire. 60, 65 years old. Oh, he's a billionaire. Wow. Yeah, that's all... It's, um, Speaking of uh, 
<laughs> but this guy who lost five hundred million dollars of his own money, obviously Bloomberg. 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 Yeah, wow, what yeah, a yeah. waste! Yeah, what a waste of money. You know, he's yeah. he, he's not like people. Whatever people think, he wasn't a very popular mayor with the police down here. I mean, he was sort of like in the middle. Yeah, he yeah. tried to take our variable supplement. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He said it was a Christmas bonus. Yeah, it was yeah. a Christmas bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine that. What? What? Yeah. Why are you motivated to take? Well, it was. Uh, in there's more freebies it. in this city for right. every group, and that we work for that. And right. you're trying right. to take it, it was, from uh, us. It yeah. was a bargaining. I don't think he ever wanted the money, but he wanted us to nah, bargain in good faith for uh, the, the unions contract. had to go to Albany to fight it, and they got the Albany politicians to actually take our back yeah. for change. Yeah, if you yeah. look around, he's he's got a he's done. If you look at the city, the way it's structured now, he had a lot to do with that. Like the traffic pattern. Well, he, he also to the amount of people that come into the city and how how quick they leave. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid growing up here, you you probably remember too. Like we used to do stuff and like let's go to the city tonight. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there, there was a nightclub or a decent bar, maybe in, in our neighborhood, maybe in the, in the next neighborhood over. But you know, you wanted to have a good night out, man. You, you came to the city. Right. That doesn't happen as much anymore the way it used to. Such a pain in the ass to come into the city now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, but look at what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the boroughs developed, though. I mean, we talked about Brooklyn earlier mm-hmm. and Dumbo, you mentioned, how, uh, how nice it was over Beautiful there. Beautiful areas, yeah. And every place, uh, you know, if you want to get good seafood, you could go to City Island in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of different places. They're being showcased constantly. And that's all Bloomberg. You know, he wanted you to come to work in the city, and then at 5 o'clock, get the fuck out. Go home. The only policy I loved of his, I thought it was great, was with the homeless people, he would give them a one-way flight anywhere in the country. <laughs> <laughs> the homeless. To go they say, you want to go to Hawaii? Here you go, but you cannot come back. <laughs> now you're Hawaii's yeah, problem. He, uh, he ran the city like a, a, a business. Like, like a business. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, but there was no heart. I mean, it is true. Like with the stop question and frisk. Yeah, it's always called you know stop. I and hate frisk when they call it that. I, stop question and frisk. I want three levels. Right, but you I know? you know something. I just get pissed when you hear politicians and you hear the news media calling it stop and frisk. It's, right. That's ex- right. exactly right. It's not called stop and frisk. Right. How did they own this? How did right. they get to own this? We own this. Right. You know what's funny is that he could have, if he would have, instead of um, apologizing, he would have owned it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you recall, in the 2016 debates, they were, uh, Donald Trump was all for the stop question and frisk right. report, all for the drop. All he had to do, Bloomberg, was own it and just say, listen, maybe the policy was a little heavy-handed at the end, but we saved 1,700 lives a yeah, year yeah, for right. he 12 been, years uh, when I was mayor. So, yeah, I don't yeah. know, maybe that's 10,000 people that are still alive that are walking around in New York City mm-hmm. because of me and my policies. Right. That's what I would have said. Instead, he lets Elizabeth Warren, oh. the, uh, you know, who is the most anti-cop politician besides Bernie Sanders and, and the rest of them, and he lets us, you know... Beat him down. Right, oh, she smacked, you know, the, yeah. she she smacked the shit, shit out, out of him, you know? Man, oof. And then, then he has to listen to Trump mini, call mini him Mike. little Mike, mini Mike. <laughs> Mikey on the box. All right. <laughs> With the box. Well, we're going to cover some more in the second hour. I think we're at the end of the first hour. You know, right, this, is a, you know this is almost like a, a talk show. It had nothing to do with policing. <laughs> yeah, we got to get this back to, <laughs> some, get back to some police Every once stuff. in a while, we got to do a different type of show. Yeah. It's... Um, Turns out, for some reason, that's the way we went today, but we covered a lot of ground. Yeah, we did. Holy we'll get back shit. to some policing. We will. Andrew, you can believe an hour went by already? Wow. That was quick, that right? fun, right? We didn't, we're not even drinking Coronas. <laughs> we're just drinking water and talking. Yeah, one of these days, we're going to have to have a, a drunk show. Oh, and by the way, today is, uh, it's what is it like? It's supposed to be 68 degrees out today. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's hot outside. It was, it yeah. was warm already when I got so, it. Let me some... Uh, 
global warming, some icebergs gonna. Hopefully, that's a sign of things to come. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think this thing is gonna be uh, able to. I don't think people are gonna give a shit. Once ever two weeks from now, when all those three hundred people up in West, wherever the fuck they are in New York, um, when, when there's two weeks later, when they're still alive, everybody's gonna be like, eh, "What happened to those people? They're still alive. Uh, let's go." And that's it. <laughs> Nobody's got time for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, that's yeah. what. That's my feeling. Unless it's like the movie Contagion. I you gotta, I taught people that they don't have to worry about Corona by drinking Corona. You think you did, Bill? I think I did. You really man. didn't at all. <laughs> you, you got 100, put it on, you put it on the table. You got 130 likes. Anything, I think I reached at least 130. I think it was uh, Tito's, actually. <laughs> Tito's. Tito's had to make a statement because people were thinking they can, instead of uh, using alcohol as a sanitizer, they can drink the alcohol. And, <laughs> and I, I was, I actually had that idea, too. Yeah, somebody yeah, had I to tell me. Said, no, <laughs> Tito made a warning that it's not going to help you. There's not enough alcohol uh, okay. in it. To, you don't want to rub real uh, drinking alcohol on you, either. Nah, it's man. Nah, it's a, you're, if you're drinking uh, rubbing alcohol, you're in bad shape. Yeah, I think that's, so. Uh, that's you know, get you fucked up. Listerine, Listerine is like oh, yeah, 12% yeah. Well, you can't alcohol. have that. Yeah, you can't have that if you're in rehab, Listerine. Yeah. Anywho, or on a ship. I don't think you could have it on the Navy either, right? I don't know. You were an Army guy. You could have well, a Listerine. He's drinking right. Listerine in the locker room in a 3-4. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, way, this way to see it was like, hey, your breath smells good, but you look fucked up. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, man. We're going to come back for the second hour. Uh, we'll talk to you in a few. 